0: The second of the ten paramis, the ten perfections of character, is virtue. In Pali, sila. Now, here you see the eightfold path and the ten perfections overlapping. Usually the eightfold path is formulated in brief as sila, samadhi, panya. And here you see the same sila, virtuous behavior, showing up in the ten paramis. So you see this beautiful overlap. The, the ten perfections are, as I said before, a kind of new way of framing the information. It's good to have several different views of the primary information about the full path, and so this formulation is helpful to you. So, sila is, um, is has to be developed. We, some people, of course, are raised in moral families, early training in the primary precepts, and and others are not. And uh, then one has, to, one comes across this and has to discover how to develop and cultivate this. The sila is the foundation of both samadhi, uh, or what we would call concentration, clarity, purification of mind, and also the arising of wisdom. If we don't establish this base of sila, we cannot really hope to, for the mind to become lucid, still, transparent. And that lucid stillness, Transparency is what uh, eventually spontaneously gives rise to realizations. That is the arising of wisdom. So, sila is an incredibly important factor. There's a beautiful simile for when sila is developed. It's, uh, I think, in the Tibetan tradition. They have these mountain oxen or yaks, and in the higher parts of the Himalayas. And they have long tails. These tails go right down to the ground. And these tails are extremely important to them. That is how they whisk away the insects. And to lose that tail is to subject oneself to torment with from insects that cannot be... So this creature is quite uh, remarkable in that when it browses, of course, it gets into various bushes and tangles of thorns. But it has a remarkable feature that under no circumstances, if its tail, which is very abundant, gets tangled up in the thorns and the brambles, It will never break its tail to free itself. It will die before it will break its tail. So this is the simile for sila when highly developed. That tail is sila. Your sila is your tail. And it is that which whisks away What would be perpetual torment? What is perpetually tormented? The mind. When you do not have virtue, when you do not have due regard for your actions and your speech, the preservation of the clarity and focus of your mind, then you will be haunted and infected by... The trouble that the mind produces. This is the nature of true morality. Morality itself is is to protect you from what happens when one lives an amoral or non-moral life. One is plagued by the sort of the um, irritants that the mind throws up and produces. There are conflicted energies that uh, one can never have a moment's peace until those conflicted energies have subsided. So more or less virtue, sila, is are the rules of the road if you want to have peace and clarity in your life. And you don't have a hope of attaining true lucidity and uh, serenity without the establishment of morality. Morality is not a mere matter of cultural relativity. It's not that in certain cultures the display of anger is thought to be an admirable trait and therefore is moral or displays of violence or even lying, etc., In other cultures, it's not, so it's all relative. No, uh, actually, you can't uh, internally be in conflict with yourself. You cannot be deceptive and hope to be unaffected by that deception. doesn't matter whether the entire culture agrees on it. You will be affected by that. If anger boils up and results in acts of violence, so forth, then you will be affected by that. You can't, that entire culture, if they do not have this core basis of the five precepts, in that entire culture, such things as lucidity and clarity and peace of mind will be an unknown experience. And in cultures where this moral discipline is encouraged and developed, there you will find individuals who achieve this internal serenity, lucidity, and clarity. So it's very, from the teachings of the Buddha, this is not a relative teaching, it's an absolute teaching. This is in conflict with more or less modern ideas, anthropologists' ideas, social scientists' ideas, uh, so, you, you really have to question this and investigate this. If you find this to be an assertion that you're, you're not sure of, you, you really, it may, may shock you and surprise you. If you don't uh, commit to this, you will not get the results. And this is a, something that you need to self-discover. You need to discover by giving it a try and staying inside the lines of the moral precepts. Hopefully you will take up the the spirit of these precepts as well. The precepts in brief are not to kill, not to steal, not to commit sexual misconduct, not to lie, and to abstain from intoxicants or uh, substances which confuse or weaken your mindfulness and attention. So... Those are uh, a brief guideline to sila. The full development of this is with refinements and will go beyond the mere abstaining from killing eventually to the abstaining from uh, all types of violence. And um, to abstain from stealing would be also to have a high level of integrity uh, regarding the possessions of others as well, all of these things can be developed to a high and refined state, and want, be a person of true integrity uh, and uh, virtue. And this is uh, uh, absolutely uh, necessary, and uh, and all things are based in this, and will be abundant if uh, if this preliminary is uh, developed. So we have now uh, two, that is generosity and sila as foundational developments of character. And they're not accidentally listed in that order. So we can, of course, come to generosity before we come to virtue and morality. But we really can't come to wisdom, which is a later development, without passing through sila or virtue. This is a very brief sketch of, uh, of virtue and level and its role as a perfection, but is, um, is a critical component of this in the development of the Ten Paramis.